Impact, Income, and Influence. Kara Ming was doing content strategy before anyone even knew what those words meant. If you are trying to figure out how to become the person that your audience knows, likes, and trusts, you need to pay attention to today's episode because Kara will share with you the easy, simple framework that you can use to create content that will position you as the authority in your market. Enjoy. Impact, income, and influence. It's the three things that are most important to entrepreneurs today, and that's what this podcast is all about. If you're a coach, consultant, author, blogger, YouTuber, creator, or entrepreneur who believes what they do can change the world, this podcast is dedicated to you. I'm Steve Warner, and welcome to Impact, Income, and Influence. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Impact Income and Influence, the number one show for monetization. With me today, I have Kira Ming. Kira is a content marketing specialist, and I'm super excited to have her on the show. We were chatting a little bit before, and she has a ton to share with you. Uh, Her story starts off when she was in college. She got offered two prestigious internships in New York City, but because it was her senior year, she turned them down. I'm going to let her take the story from here. Kara, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Um, So yeah, just like you said, um, I was a senior in college. My major was English. um, And many people think, oh, what are you going to do with English? Are you going to teach? And I'm like, you know, children are great, but no, I don't want to teach. I actually am a literary. I, I want to use my writing to really elevate my life. And so I got offered to move forward with two internships, like you said, um, in New York, which is, I love New York. And so it was like a dream and, you know, I couldn't take them. Obviously it was too, too much conflict. And um, I was really bummed out about it. I said, well, this is what I want to do. I'm very clear on what I want to do. What now? Um, and that's when I made the decision to start my own publication. Um, sounded like a crazy idea at first, <laughs> but it would turn out to be really the turning point in, in you know, my, my journey. And so um, I, at that point, really was a one-woman show. Um, and that's everything from writing the content. I was interviewing people, editing um, each month was a you know a new issue and different content strategy and it was really all just me. Well, um, a funny thing happened. People began to get excited about it and it began to grow. And so I found myself shifting from you know the writing and the creative side to now diving, putting on my marketing hat and um, diving into everything marketing to grow the brand. And I always say that when I started it over a, a decade ago, this was back at a time where you didn't have to pay to play. You know, the whole algorithm thing wasn't um, out here ruining lives. And <laughs> if you, you know, if you were strategic and you did the work, you know, you can really show up where you wanted to show up. And so that's what I did. Um, I'll let you lead. Do you want me to go to the, the next phase of how I got to where I am now? <laughs> yeah, you're, I mean, you're doing great. Um, so you started this magazine in your college dorm room as a senior and it starts to take off. It starts to gain traction. 
And then the next thing that we kind of talked about is a whole bunch of people came out of the woodwork and were asking you, well, how'd you do this? And that's, that's what always happens. That's what happened to me too. I started to gain traction yeah. and suddenly everyone's like, all my college friends are like, how did you do that? How did you start a yeah. business? I'm stuck over here working a nine to five. I would much <laughs> rather be out doing what you're doing. How did you do that? So yeah. from there, you, you start getting the same questions over and over and over and you wrote a book, right? I did. I did. Um, and, you know, there was a period in between. And, and the reason this period in between is important is because it kind of took the concept of kind of what I do to the next level. Um, and so obviously I had had all of this experience, um, but then um, I went into the educational publishing space. And so it was like education publishing and ed tech. And that's when I kind of fell in love with like high level content creation and distribution. So um, not to get too techy, but the ability to create courses and to create um, uh, programs that people can kind of access over and over again, which is a different level of, of, of kind of distributing what you know. And mm -hmm. those skills um, kind of led me to start taking on clients because now it brings me to what you just said, the questions. Um, and the questions started early on and they were abundant. Um, usually the questions came obviously from, I mean, I've had people that never ran a business a day in their lives and they're like, I want to start a business. Where do I begin? And they have no clue. Like when I say no clue, I mean, no clue. They literally just have an idea and they need guidance. And then I had some that had started a business, but they didn't really know how to build a solid foundation. And so it began to be so much as far as inquiries and questions that I decided to write a book about it. Um, and the whole purpose of the book was to make it easy for anyone to understand um, because there are books out there that can get really technical. They're really lengthy. Um, they're really in depth and people, you know, some people may say this is too much. It's too much. I the purpose of the book was to make it easy to understand so that you can read it and get to work. <laughs> awesome. I love it. I mean, that is, I, I mean, I remember when I got started, I read everything I could. I watched all these videos and there mm -hmm. were some books, just like you said, they're like 800, 900 pages and they're like, they're super hard to read. And it's like, now nah, two chapters in, I'm throwing out the window. Give me, <laughs> give me what, give me the one or two steps that I yeah. can do to start moving forward yeah. right now. So yeah. the name of your book is small, small business, business big success, big success, small business, yeah. big success. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so once you had written the book and you kind of started moving forward a little bit more, you really fell in love with branding and market, like having a influencer type brand, which is based around content marketing. Am I understanding that correct? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, so those um, people who have a background in marketing are like content marketing is not new. It's always been around. Um, but in reality, it's not true because um, when I started to realize what made me unique, which is really the ability to join um, strategic content and written communication with marketing strategy and marry the two together. Um, I didn't know what to call it. 
Um, it wasn't until years later that I realized, um, oh, this is this this whole content marketing thing is it's a thing. Um, and now everybody is on board and everybody's like, content marketing. I was like, yeah, I tried to tell you. <laughs> so joining these two together is is magic. So yeah. I mean yeah. Talk to me about what that actually looks like. Like, what does that mean? If somebody's listening, so you're taking content and you're, and you're mixing it with strategy and you're putting it out on the internet. Am I, tell me exactly what that looks like. What, what does that look like? What does that feel like? Sure. And that's a great question. Um, for me, and of course there's a literal definition and that definition is absolutely, if you want to find out more information, definitely look up the the technicalities behind it. Um, I like to think of content marketing as the ability to create content to achieve a specific goal or purpose, Um, but the results of it vary. It's not just one result. And what I mean by that, I always use an example. We literally encounter content marketing every day whether you know what it is or not. Um, I don't know whether it would make sense for me to do this, but I'm gonna go ahead and do this because this is how I like to explain it. I use um, different industries. Let me give you an example. So if you are a chef, content marketing is, uh, let's say you have a website and maybe you even have um, a YouTube. So for you, your actual production, like what you do, you you make videos on YouTube and you, you know, show people how to make certain dishes. Well, for me, the content marketing piece that takes you to the next level is a web on your website. You have recipes. It's literally the recipes on your website, because what that does is if you are chef ABC and people know who you are, meaning your warm market, you tell your family, your friends, Hey, I'm a chef. I can cook, hire me for your next event if you're a caterer. Okay, you, people know who you, who you are and what you do that know who you are and what you do. What content marketing does is it allows you to reach people that have no clue who you are. Because what I'm doing online, if I'm a stranger, I'm looking up a recipe on Southwest Egg Rolls and I don't know you. I don't know you. You may be in a different state, in a different country, but I'm looking up a recipe and I type it in and you come up first because you have published on your website a recipe for Southwest egg rolls. Well, I'm now introduced to you and your brand. I'm more likely to opt in to your newsletter or, you know, whatever you want to call it. And if you have a class coming up to teach people how to make um, Tex-Mex, I'm more likely to opt in and to register for your class. Because what I tell people is that people don't buy from people immediately like you think they would. I think studies show you have to be exposed to a brand or offer or product or service about eight times, unless you really, really just want something and you have a brand loyalty. Right. What content marketing does is it helps you build a relationship so that, I don't know, if they don't buy the first, second or third time, you've built a relationship. They know that you're the person to go to. They know that you're the expert and they're more prone to buy the sixth, seventh and eighth. That's so so that is really good. I mean, something that 
I talk about all the time is 3% of any market is in enough pain to buy right now. They're mm -hmm. searching, they're going to buy. The other 97%, it's all about building a relationship, getting them to know, like, and trust you, exactly. getting them to lean forward. And then exactly. when they are ready to buy, you're at the top of their mind or at the top of their email inbox where they can buy from you. Exactly. Um, and that's, so you're saying that's what content marketing does. So is it, is it SEO based? Is it how, because a lot of people would say SEO is dead or <laughs> I don't, I don't believe website marketing works or I don't believe email marketing works. Can you talk to that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it's, it's when it comes to marketing, I think one of the reasons why it can become so overwhelming is that it's constantly changing, right? Um, literally, you know, everything from best practices to the tools that are out there to the algorithms. And when people say things like SEO is dead, uh, for, in my opinion, what I feel like they're referring to is the fact that um, you have certain social media platforms that are like, um, if you do not pay, you will not be seen. <laughs> right. Um, and this is a real thing. But here's the thing. That's a real thing when it comes to social, right? That's a real thing when it comes to getting your eyes in front of people um, or getting your brand in front of people within a social media platform. That has nothing to do with whether people Google, right, and find you. Okay, because if, if this social media platform dies today and, and they swap it with another one, people are still going to be searching for your product or service. So you can either get ahead of that, right, and, and, and grow organically. No one's, you know, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, no, don't pay anything. But at the end of the day, you know, you run a campaign, you spend these advertising dollars, and you may have a high conversion rate for the campaigns that you're running. But in my opinion, content marketing allows you to have so much more longevity, right? Um, if I search something, sometimes I search things five years ago and I'm still getting the same results years later. And that's because this particular brand has made themselves king. <laughs> so... I, I agree a hundred percent with you. Like I always tell my clients, like you can post on Facebook and you can, we can run some ads to it, but that is, it, you're going to spend a lot of money. You're going to get a result for the time that that ad is running. So if we run, if we run $3,000 in ads over a two week period, those two weeks, you're going to get a lot of people in, but mm -hmm. If they're not ready to buy right now, mm -hmm. you're, they're going to go on your email list. They're <laughs> going to go on your social media. Maybe they'll like you on Facebook. So you can kind of remarket to them. But right. that period, that ad is gone. That ad will never be seen again until you spend more money on it. If you put mm -hmm. some content out, whether that is a YouTube channel or a podcast or a, a website, whether that's a blog or a traditional website, exactly, the line is blurred so much nowadays, you have that content that is searchable. Mm -hmm. And something I think we're going to see SEO come back with a vengeance because what happens now with social media, you can make yourself look like a king, right? You can make yourself mm -hmm. look like you're dominating a market. Yep. But then if what's the first thing that we all do? We go to Google and we yes. type in the person's name. I mean, we do that. I do that with people I date now. <laughs> see what comes up for them. <laughs> And like, if you're, if you have a business, Good idea. A business, whatever your business is, let's say that you're the chef to speak to your, 
mm-hmm. your example. If you're a chef and you say you're a great chef, if you're on YouTube, they can go to YouTube. And if they see you've got 50, 60, 100 videos, mm-hmm. immediately they're like, this person's a chef. Right. But if they go to YouTube and you've got one video four years ago where you're struggling to dice an onion and then you have no website, <laughs> are they going to believe that you're a chef? Right. You're going to do that right there. So I, anyone out there who is listening to this and they're like, oh man, that means that, that I don't need to be on social media or I need to be looking at something else. What would be, let's, let's walk down the path of like, what's an easy way for them to get started with content marketing? Mm, great question. So uh, your listeners will be able to access um, my free white paper. Um, and the reason that this makes sense is because I'm going to go over some of the things that are in it. Um, but people... Just so yes. you guys know, the white paper will be listed in the notes. It's a 12 tips for content marketing. I think she's going to go over some of them right now, which mm-hmm. I'm going to give the mic back to Kara. <laughs> um, but the white paper notes are in the description of this podcast if you want to download it. Yeah. So... Um, I think people make it a lot harder than what it has to be. I think um, it really just boils down to making a list of content that is relative to you, what you do in your market. And what I mean by that, um, another example, because, you know, examples help me, so I always like to use them. But um, for example, uh, if you are, say, a graphic novelist, And this ties also to to kind of social media. Um, When I give classes, um, I'm really big about kind of reviewing your social media and not doing more than what you have to do. Meaning you don't need to be on every social media platform. So if you're a graphic novelist, you don't need to be on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and Pinterest, unless you are really good at dominating all of those. But perhaps, for you, your people, your people may live in uh, Instagram world. And so for me, um, an example of content marketing will be maybe taking, um, writing short stories, or maybe taking one paragraph and having a visual and you're posting that. This gets people intrigued. They don't know who you are. They're, you know, they're not familiar with your book, but they are looking up, I don't know, um, they're looking up, something about dragons, dragon fantasy. And they're gonna look at your hashtags if you're doing it correctly, cause you should be using hashtags so that people can find you for free. Um, and they're gonna come to your Instagram page. They're now scrolling through your Instagram page and they're seeing these excerpts and these small one-liners or these poems that are in alignment with their interests. And they're like, wow, who is this person? This is the type of stuff that I wanna read. And they follow you. And then obviously it's different opt-ins that they can have once they're introduced to you. Um, But there's so many different kinds. I think you mentioned articles and blogs. That's the most popular right now is uh, how to's Um, people looking to do, how, how do I do this? How do I do that? I mean, they're literally everywhere. You can find a how how to for any and everything. Um, And really it's not about you. It's about what people are looking for. I think, um, that that's kind of where it flips and people have to get in the right mindset is content marketing is all about what people are looking for and producing that. Yeah. 
So talk to me about, I agree with you 100%. One of the biggest problems I see with people who come to work with me, they're usually starting out and they're, they're saying, it's all about me. It's all about me. It's about what <laughs> I know. It's about where I went to school. It's about what I have to offer. Yeah. And that's when it comes to content marketing, you have to produce content that people want to consume. So mm -hmm. how do you, when you're working with somebody, where do you tell them to look? How do they come up with what content they should create? I'm sure you have some tips and tricks around that. I do. Um, I think that I, that would boil down and it can get so complex, but to simplify it, first of all, find out where your people live. It, it, it really begins there. Where are, are, are your people heavy readers? Do they like to read a lot? If so, um, that means that they will probably be on Facebook. And so maybe you can um, start to write things that are more long form. If your people have short attention spans, um, then maybe you want to do things like, um, like I said, like Instagram, where you can just give people visuals if they're visual people. If you're a chef, like I said, you want to create videos, um, create courses. Everyone's so, you know, I'm really big on courses and classes and boot camps and master classes. Um, you can charge for them or you can do them for free. Um, and then you're building your list that way. Um, so video, newsletters, um, oh, it's, 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 it's so many of them. Uh, and again, they're on the list. But I, I think to not overwhelm people, I think that articles and blogs are really big. And they, to me, they've been the most effective. Videos. Um, how do you, so. Yeah, it's, it's, so, you, it's so many of them. <laughs> if they're, let's say they want to write an article or a blog or do a video, how do they pick the topics that they write the articles on or how do they pick the topic that they shoot the video about? How do they know? Because. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, this comes to the next thing, which is uh, going to sound a bit boring, but research. <laughs> um, there's something called keyword research. Um, Google has one, I believe that's free. Um, Google keyword planner. Um, you have to find out what people are talking about and give it to them. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm less concerned with kind of the format, because let me tell you something. If you get caught up on the format of the content that you're creating, I think you're, it's not that you're missing the mark, but I think you're missing out on where to put your energy because you can repurpose content. I've seen people and, and, and I'm sure you've seen this too. They create a video. And then they create a blog that's a spinoff of the video. And then they create a free download uh, <laughs> that's a spinoff of the blog. And they will use the same content five different ways and it will work for them. And you can't hate on them for that because it really is about what people are looking for. And you can't, I mean, there's many different ways. You can do, you know, keyword research. You can do a poll. Ask people what they want to digest from you. Um, you know, I think everyone uses this person, but I have to jump on the bandwagon because I think he, he puts a spin on content marketing and people don't even know. I mean, they know, but some people don't. I think Gary V um, is really good at this. He, it's a thing called social listening, right? So he could talk about himself and his media company and what he, what he did without context but then people will be listening and they do ask this question, well, how do I do that, right? And so what I've seen him do over time is spin that to, um, now he'll answer questions and now he'll put out content and say, hey, you wanna do this? This is what you do. You know, and everyone's style is different, but 
let them tell you what they're looking for, right? I think I look at content marketing as a supplement to a very solid foundation. And it is, to me, it's a growth strategy. And, um, you know, not to get too technical, but evergreen content, it doesn't, it doesn't stop. There are downloads and worksheets and stuff that I'm still using five years later because they're evergreen. People that's, need help. They need help. A, that is one of the biggest points. I agree with you 100% on. Like there, you can create, if you have a core offer, yours is content marketing. If the chef has, you know, a cookbook that the people can download, you can <laughs> drive people to that repeatedly over and over and over and over and over. And all you have to do is keep answering their questions. What's the best Tex-Mex tacos? What are the best <laughs> hamburger recipes? What yes. are the best X, Y, Z? All of those articles, all of that content that the chef puts out can drive right back to that recipe book, to one download, to get people on your list. And it's mm -hmm. a long-term strategy. I think that's one of the things that I argue with some of my clients about. I don't know if I use the right term, but they come <laughs> in and they want the fast answer. Everyone's like, how do I make, if I had a dime for every time somebody asked me, how do I make 10000 or how do I make $20,000 next month? And I'm like, well, where are you at right now? Let's look at that. How, how much did you do in sales last month? I did $200. Well, what's your offer? I don't know. I, I, it's wow. custom for everybody. No. I get that answer a lot. No. Well, I have to get them on the phone. You're, you need a core offer and then you mm -hmm. need a lead magnet that gets people in that would be interested in your core offer. The mm -hmm. chef's core offer could be a cooking class that he sells yes. for 500 bucks. Exactly. You on the lead magnet, which is a recipe book. And then you just keep talking to them and eventually mm -hmm. people will buy the next thing as long as they know, like, and trust you. Yeah. I, I, and I think you hit it, you know, um, you got it exactly because, you know, for instance, with writers, um, when I teach writers, um, you know, how to kind of do what I've done and use their writing to be able to get to where they want to get professionally, um, I think the art of content marketing is that it allows, it, it engages, but in a way that doesn't make people feel pressured. Um, and they will, effective content marketing will always kind of reel people in. And what I mean by this is I have a marketing checklist uh, that I, um, that's free for writers, right? And then one of them, um, it may say um, newsletter. I'm really big on newsletters, um, you know, because, and another reason I'm, I'm big on newsletters is because the whole email marketing thing can become really overwhelming. A newsletter is a lot less intimidating. And so I always kind of start people off with the concept of building your list through a newsletter unique to your brand that works for you. But so that'll be listed on the checklist and they'll say, they'll follow up with me and they'll say, well, how do I how do I start a newsletter? I don't know where to begin, but I want one. I realize that my brand needs one. I see why I need one. What do I do? Well, I have a class coming up, <laughs> newsletter 101, for example, and they opt in. And here's the thing. Conversion is just what it says. It's conversion. And so when I give someone a free checklist and they ask to work with me further, I've converted them just from the same piece of content that is there to serve them um, for free. <laughs> I didn't have to spend any ad dollars to convert. Um, and it's, it, it's worked for me. It's worked for me because um, like you said, uh, you know, earlier, the no like and trust thing, 
um, I, it's crazy because if, if people don't understand how serious this is, I have literally had people that have been stalking me for years, <laughs> years, awesome. and I mean years. Yeah, look, that's a strong word, right? Um, but years, um, and they circle back around and they're like, "Hey, I need to work with you. Start this business on this project. I'm where I'm trying to, you know, um, fine tune this." And this is because of, of the content that I've put out over the years that, that you don't, it's not going to always be immediate. That's I a hundred percent agree. And that's the thing. If you're in business, it's not about making 10 K next month. It's about making 10 K for the next 20 months. And mm -hmm. you do that by building up content, by building relationships with people, by getting your name out there, which is exactly what you've done. And that's why you're successful, which is awesome. Yeah. And you know what, and I'm, and I'm, listen, I'm completely transparent. I am learning just like everyone else. And you know, you, you have every, I'm just like everyone else with these number goals. Listen, it's hard out here in these streets. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, we're all still learning. If you stop it's learning. It's hard out here in these streets. But I think for me, um, when you, when you figure out what works for me, I just, I save myself a lot of headache by figuring out what works and maximizing that to convert and so if you know if i post this piece of content and it does well which is i don't know whether you'll ask me about how to kind of measure how content is working for you think can you still there see we go me? yep we're good i lost you there for a second you're good hey what's going on everyone we had some small technical difficulties but we are back kira was talking to us about how to know if your content was doing well so you put out a piece of content how do you know if it if it's doing well and if you should produce more around that or maybe build a lead magnet talk to that a little bit yeah, so um, I'm really big on not wasting time and energy. And so for me, not only is it important to do the work up front to kind of see what your um, potential audience wants more of and to create content around what they want, um, it makes sense to see once you create the content, how it's performing and how it's converting. And converting um, for the sense of content marketing is not necessarily talking about a sale or you know, someone buying from you just yet. Um, there's a lot of, not to get again too technical, but a lot of uh, kind of um, other measurements that you can be looking at to see what works so you can spend more time and energy there. Um, again, free resources out here. And so for instance, if you have um, a website and you have a, a blog or you're producing articles, you can use um, Google Analytics, which is one of my favorite free tools, um, to see how it's working, um, how many people are visiting that page on your website. And if they're visiting that page on your website, um, it's most likely because they're searching for that content that you have published. You can also use it to see 
um, which social media platforms are worth your time. And so if you're constantly posting on Facebook and Instagram, your article, um, and no one's clicking or no one's, no, you're not gaining any traction or traffic isn't coming to you from Instagram, you may want to spend more time on Facebook if that's where people are coming from. So you really do have to do the work to kind of see what is working. If you have, if you're doing videos, um, I think it's important to note here, distribution is also important. Um, some people, um, let me give you an example. Um, it also depends on what you're trying to do. So if you are trying to kind of monetize your website, you want to create a blog or a space that is on your website so that people can come to your website. That's the goal here. I want people to come to my website. Um, but if you're trying to get backlinks, which allows you to show up on social media, even outside of your website, then you may want to do some guest blogging on other posts. Um, and now you're coming up more than one place, right? Um, I always say content marketing also helps build credibility because like you said earlier, when people are searching for something, you can say all day, oh, I do this, I do that. But if people Google you and they actually see that you do this <laughs> and you do that, they're, they're more prone to, to buy into what you're saying. And so you can have, you know, your own content that you want to bring to your website or maybe you get paid through YouTube. So, you know, you're trying to make money. But maybe you also want to take some time to maybe, you know, find other pieces of content that are distributed in other ways to build credibility. You have to find your why. Otherwise, content marketing won't work. Right. You know what I mean? It won't work unless you really sit down and figure out what am I trying to do here and who am I trying to attract? Well, that's, that is definitely the key. I've definitely talked to people who have, you know, they're like, oh, I tried the blogging thing. I did 20 blogs. And I didn't get any views. And I'm like, well, what were you blogging on? Well, well, I don't know what happened in my day. Well, no one's searching for that. Like blog for something, know what your outcome is. It all starts at the top. It's a pyramid, right? At the top yeah. is what's your big sale? then what's your little sale? Then what's your free lead magnet? And then what's all the content that people would want to consume that they might then take your free lead magnet. So it's usually around what problems you're solving, what pain points you're solving, what problems you're solving. But there's so many people don't get started. They're just like, I want the tactic. I want what's going to make me money. Mm. Well, blogging might work. So they do 20 blogs, which isn't enough in my opinion. And then they're like, oh, it didn't work. What's the next tactic? I'm going to run some Facebook ads. If I, I've had probably 40 or 50 clients at least that have come to me and been like, I spent 10 grand on ads and I didn't make any money. And I'm like, well, you just threw money at ads without oh having goodness. the foundation. So talk a little bit. Let's, let's bring this full circle and be like, okay, so they want to blog. They're, they're convinced that SEO, doing some content marketing would work. What, like, what's the foundation piece that they have to know before they start blogging? Well, I think that first your digital real estate, and I don't even know whether digital real estate is a term, but I use it. Oh. It's a term. <laughs> because it des it describes, I don't know what's in my head. So I'm really big on first get clear on your digital real estate and what digital real estate you want. Um, and that includes social media. Like I said, where do your people live? You don't have to be everywhere. If you're a chef, you may want to be on Pinterest. 
and YouTube. Um, if you're a writer, obviously you want to be on Facebook where the attention span is a little bit longer. If you are a photographer, go ahead and hop on Instagram um, and, and figure out where you belong on the internet. If you feel like articles and blogs are the piece of content that will work best for you, obviously you need a website. And if you, you listen, You'd be surprised how many people don't understand that sometimes just doing the basics up front make the growth strategy a lot easier, right? It's kind of hard to have um, an idea for content when you don't have, like you said, a funnel. What, what are you trying to do here? Um, so yeah, I'd say the first one is having your digital real estate in place, a home, a, a space um, where people can not only find you, but that is an alignment with your funnel. Like, what are you trying to get people to do here? What are you trying to get them to opt in? What do you want them to eventually buy? What do you want them to know about you? That's first. Um, and number two, again, and, and I reiterate, doing the work up front. Um, it's not fancy. It really is sitting down and say, hey, you know what? I don't need to have a YouTube channel. Maybe I just need to have a blog or, you know what, blogging is not for me. I want to be on camera. Let's get started on this YouTube channel. Or I don't feel like doing either. Um, <laughs> let me create these downloads and these templates um, so that people can access these, get to know a little bit more about me, learn from me. I'm adding value and hopefully they'll opt in and want to work with me. This is why I said it's really important to kind of get clear on which type of content fits your personality, your space, what you do and what they're looking for. Um, and you know what? Some people are really good at it. Some people can do like, do it all. They'll have downloads, they'll have a blog, they'll have YouTube, um, then they'll produce. Now, I want to take it back real quick to something you just said. You use an example about um, the gentleman or someone <laughs> um, about, well, hey, they're like, I wrote about my day. And you're like, well, no one's searching for that. Um, they're not, they're not searching for that. <laughs> but there is a space, and this is why I said, you know, content marketing is, is, is fairly new in concept. There is a space, right, for curation. There is a space for showing people what you do and what that looks like in real time. And that, believe it or not, it converts. You know, I'm not really familiar on the whole influencer marketing thing. I don't think it's really my niche because um, I never wanted to be on camera at all, um, <laughs> which is why, you know, creating written, creating written content kind of worked for me, right? Because I just put everything into that. Um, but you'd be surprised how many people want to know what you're working on. <laughs> so I agree it converts, but it does not get people in. It will not have people find you. It's how you build relationship once they come in. And the way that I do it, I tell everyone it should be through your email. You get them in through your blog, through your Facebook, through your YouTube, through your podcast. They mm -hmm. come in because they're searching for something. Everybody yes. that comes into your world searches. But then once they're in your world, instead of emailing them an offer every single day, mm. which is spam, mm -hmm. email them what you're doing because mm -hmm. people are interested. They now know you, they've downloaded a little piece of content. 
They know yeah. that you can do X. Mm -hmm. If they've gone to your blog, they know that you have a whole bunch of blog articles on how to, but that's mm -hmm. a boring, that you're a college professor at that point, instead <laughs> be their friend. And the way you become their friend is by, hey, this is um, this weekend I went over and I had a barbecue and this is what happened and this is what's going on in my life. Hope you guys like this. If you have any questions about your content, let me know. So you bring it full circle so that it's still a business relationship. Yes, I love that. know who you are. And that's what converts. The reason it converts is because they trust you. But mm -hmm. you can't lead with that because nobody will find you. Nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I love that. I think because when you say that, use that example, what comes to mind for me is storytelling. Mm. We hear that all the time now, storytelling. Okay, well, we hear that all the time because it works. People really want to know. Um, I, I don't think it serves people to kind of always be caught up on the, the end product as opposed to letting people know how you get from this you know, place to this result. Yeah. And, um, you know, that that's new. When I say new, I mean, I'm talking about the past few years where I'm like, do they really need to know <laughs> that I'm working on this project? And the answer is yes. So they content marketing doesn't have to be this big, oh, let me create these series of videos. Let me create these downloads. Um, let me create this free content that will eventually convert and build my list in the process, right? It can also be sharing the behind the scenes of what it looks like to, to be in your space. And then people start to get to a space where they're like, oh wow, he or she really lives and breathes this stuff. I wanna work with them. Well, that's 100% what Gary Vee has done. I mean, Gary Vee, like love him or hate him, I'm not a huge fan, I think. That he I think he, he blows a lot of hot air and I think he can be very polarizing. Um, I liked, I loved Wine TV. Wine Library TV, I love because he was a different person. But then he's taken okay. on this persona with Gary Vee. Yeah. That aside, what he has done, he has a little bit of content out there that is how-tos, right? He has yeah. some YouTube videos. He has some other stuff. All the rest of it is the behind the scenes and what's mm -hmm. going on. And, and people immediately want to emulate that. Exactly. Exactly. And they know who it is. So I want to circle back because there's, there's one last piece I want to talk to. And then I think we'll kind of, I think this will bring it full circle. You said, you know, pick where you want to be. Do you want to be on YouTube? Do you want to be a blogger? Do you want to be on Facebook? Do you want to be on mm -hmm. Instagram? I, I tell my clients, because a lot of the people that come to me are like, I've tried to be everywhere. And what mm -hmm. happens? You spin your wheels, you burn out, mm -hmm. you don't get any traction. Mm -hmm. I always tell people you have to pick one thing. Do you like talking to people? Cool, it's mm -hmm. a podcast. Exactly. Do you like video? Okay, it's YouTube and maybe some Facebook Lives. Do you mm -hmm. like being on social media and being on everyone's news feed? Cool, then you can use Facebook, but you have to use Facebook the right way, which is mm -hmm. not just posting stuff. You, you have to actually curate it a little bit. Curate it, yeah. Mm -hmm. If Pick which one of those you like. Or blogging. If you like writing a whole bunch, I, one of my clients, I had a client call this morning. We talked all about blogging and getting her blog up and running. Yeah. But pick that it. one. And then the one that you cannot cop out on is email because mm -hmm. everybody reads their email. Anyone mm -hmm. out there that's listening that says like email spam, well, that's because you're shooting them offers all the time. If you start telling <laughs> stories in your email, your email open rates will get up there to 30, 40%. Mm hmm. So mm -hmm. I would love to hear you talk about like, what do you think, what do you, how, like, 
how would you walk somebody through the strategy of producing one thing, multipurposing the content, putting it on some email and growing their list that way? Because that's really content at its core. Yeah, yeah. So that's a, it's a large question, but I, 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 can, I can condense it <laughs> to make sense in a way that doesn't overwhelm. Um, for me, if I had to just break it down into steps, just to bring everything full circle, I would say the first part, again, is to do the research and find out what content your target market is looking for. Get the answer, get the why. That's number one. What content are they, look, are they looking for? If you are, again, a chef, people are looking for recipes. Um, if you're a graphic designer, people are looking for, I don't know, 10 different free tools to um, create a logo. If people are looking for, um, if you're a mechanic, people want to know maybe how to change a tire. It does not matter the industry. And that's the beauty about content marketing. Um, it, 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 it's for any industry, any field, right? Find out what people are looking for. The second thing I'd say is um, find your space and figure out, like you said, what do you want to do and how you want to show up? I'm not going to tell anyone who doesn't like to write to do a blog. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah, if you, I agree. If you don't like to write and you don't like written communication, that's not your strong point, I'm not going to recommend that. My recommendation for you would maybe be video. Hop on a video and start talking to people. Get your face out there because you're comfortable on camera. Like you said, podcast, if you like to talk. Get a microphone and start chopping that up. Um, find out where you belong and how to distribute the content. After that, um, I say figure out, so here's, here's the thing. I, I'm, I want people to understand that you want it to make sense. Don't just create content just to create content, but make it make sense. I think when you said you ask your uh, clients, the people you work with, what are they trying to do? Um, so like you said, building your list, um, I have to use kind of, you know, the unfortunate pandemic as a prime example, um, that, you know, everything shifted, everything shifted. And so if you're a business owner or you, um, you know, have a brand that you're trying to grow, you had to shift and you had to shift quickly. If ABC social media platform shuts down today or tomorrow. Can people still engage with you? Can they still follow you? Do they still know where to connect with you? This is the importance of an email list. So I, I would tell people to start off simple. Start off with the concept of building your list. And in that, I don't know, down to a, just an opt-in. I think people really make it more complex than what it has to be. Hey, you may be confused about what to do. Take this free white paper, opt in with me, and you'll gain even more resources. And you, they should be able to leave, um, they should be able to understand that if they opt in with you, they're going to get more value without even being sold to for free. That's really how you build the relationship. Um, and so have a goal, like you said. I mean, you, if you're, I don't think people understand that content marketing is not for direct selling. You right. are not going to, um, you know, if you're an interior designer um, and your audio, I 
think I couldn't hear you if you said something. I think it went out a little bit. No? Okay. You're good. Okay. <laughs> um, if you are an interior designer and you take on clients and you do a video, you do a haul. So in, in interior design, they do a haul, they, they do a Christmas haul. Um, you can't expect people to look up your video and decide to work with you off of one video. But what you can do is say, hey, do you wanna know how to set your table setting for the holidays? Click below and download my free table setting guide. You know, easy, you can do it, the family will love it. They have to put their email address in and opt in. They're now added to your list so that when they're looking for services or you have a book coming out called Home for the Holidays, they're going to buy. You know, without that piece of content and you strategically placing it within that funnel, that's not a sale. It's not a sale until you make it a sale. So, um, and then lastly, which is really important, to save time, especially if you're a solopreneur, to repurpose the content. Um, you'd be surprised how many people I've worked with, they create one piece of content and then to the next day they're on to the next piece of content and then they're on to the next piece. If a piece of content works, repurpose it. Break it down into smaller pieces, right? Um, like for instance, you know, if I have a white paper on content marketing, it's beneficial to my audience to take one portion of that. Let's talk about um, case studies. You know, somebody may say, oh, I have tons of clients, um, say if they do consulting, um, how do I make that work for me? And I say, you know what, join me for this live and let's talk about, you know, um, how to create case studies with Canva. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, it's, it's just so many different tools out there, but I've taken a, a larger piece of content and I've repurposed it for a smaller one. So um, those would be my, my key takeaways. It's, it's, it's not as easy as paying a whole bunch of money to run a whole bunch of ads to get a whole bunch of quick sales, but it absolutely has more longevity. And in my opinion, it has more of a long-term benefit. Um, because we consume content without even knowing. I mean, literally, what I, if, 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 you know, I want people to take something this, this away. I want people to take, you know, a few hours or maybe a few days and to kind of take notice to how many times they are receiving or kind of taking in content marketing. Um, everything from, like I said, you know, because recipes is, that's what comes to mind first, but um, anything, even shoes, even down to shoes, um, kind of like, um, a style blog, how to wear your shoes this way with this outfit. Like they're literally, you are literally consuming content, free content on a daily basis that is subconsciously helping you to make a decision. Because here's the thing, if you have, um, a clothing line and you don't have a blog um, and then this clothing line over here has a blog where they have a space where they give style and fashion tips, right? Which is a form of content marketing, right? Um, that in look that you achieve from seeing it played out and you seeing what it looks like to wear these shoes and to pair it with certain accessories, I'm more prone to shop with this person then with this person that just said, hey, buy this pair of shoes. 
You haven't That's built right. trust. You're just telling me to buy a pair of shoes and you haven't sold me on it yet. That's literally how I kind of perceive content marketing, just, just from a layman's, you know, standpoint. It is, you know, it's no like and trust. It's just a technical term for it. It's giving value before you're asking people to buy in. You give people no like and trust you, they will buy from you much easier and you will be able to do much better long-term. It's the difference between building a business and being a flash in the pan. It's 100%. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And it, it lasts and it works. I mean, but it just, it's, it's, you know, I always tell people it's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> it's all, it's, it's work. I mean, at the end of the day, it's work. it's work that you love because if you're building a business that you love, it's, it's worth the time. Yeah. Kira, it, it, it's so many different aspects. So yeah. <laughs> Kira, it has been awesome to have you on the show. If people want to connect with you, where can they find you online? Sure. So um, I'm plastered all over social media. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it keeps me company. So you can find me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the real Kira Ming. Um, if you want to get to know a little bit more about me in depth and about what I do and what I offer, you can head over to www.therealkiraming.com. And um, yeah, and uh, also, um, yeah, I think those, yeah, no, those, those, you can connect with me on, on those because I'm always on those and I try to stay in my lane. So um, you are going to provide, I know, the information for the marketing, uh, content marketing white paper um and that's another way that people can kind of get familiar with me and with what i do and how i think um my, my crazy mind that that has worked for me and um that will make what we kind of went over today um it, it will make it a lot more bulleted because it can be overwhelming and so i think that when people kind of digest that it's completely free they will have a better understanding of how where they fall in line so yep the real Kira Ming, and um, I'm, I'm always looking to connect with people. Awesome. So for you, those of you who want to download the white paper, it's 12 Tips for Content Marketing. It is in the show notes. Kira, thank you so much for being on. Everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. And until next time, take action, change lives, and make money. I'll see you soon. Thanks for tuning into today's show. Are you looking for a way to produce powerful content that creates quality leads and can scale your business from 3K to 10K and beyond? If so, head over to storiesthatscale.com and pick up your free templates today. These free templates will show you the five core stories that will help your business scale that you can tell across social media, email, and YouTube. Anywhere you need content, these templates will help you out and they're free at storiesthatscale.com. Or if you know you want my help building out your content and monetization strategy, head over to steven.coffee and book my time today. Till next time, take action, change lives and make money. I'll see you soon. Thank you.